0: Welcome to another episode of What is Hashimoto's with Dr. Martin Rutherford. To find out more on any of our topics or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimoto's.com. And now, here's Dr. Rutherford. So the question that we got that I'm going to cover today is Hashimoto's disease explained. So for me, who works like kids like you know, like embedded in Hashimoto's all day long. It's like, wow, people still need that explained. But yeah, they do. And I know that from the consultations. Um, I can tell you that most of the Hashimoto's seminars that I've gone to have been about uh, 24 hours long <laughs> over a period of three days. So I'm, I'm gonna bring you the ultimate cliff notes of Hashimoto's disease explained. So Hashimoto's, uh, Dr. Hashimoto was a, um, a PhD in Japan back in the early 1900s. And he got the, and, and he was looking to see why are people getting uh, thyroid problems? This was before the atomic bombs. I don't know if you know that um, people who were in the areas of like the testing in Las Vegas for atomic <laughs> weapons all got thyroid problems. Radiation, screwed up their iodine and stuff like that. But this was before that. This was be Hiroshima and all that type of stuff. So he's, he's checking it out and he goes, you know what? All these people have autoimmune antibodies against their thyroid. And, um, and nobody took him seriously. He, uh, so so uh, there were some doctors throughout the time, throughout the, the last century, um, who checked for Hashimoto's. Occasionally, I'll get a person who was checked for Hashimoto's in like 1960 or 1970, which like shocks me. Uh, but for the most part, nobody even knew what Hashimoto's was. Uh, and so, so it's, so, so, So Dr. Hashimoto's figured out it was an immune attack against the thyroid, and that's the defining factor. Okay, so for years and years and years and years and years and years and years, um, in this country and in most of the world, most thyroid uh, doctors ignored what Dr. Hashimoto's um, uh, findings were. And so everybody was hypothyroid, and everybody's been treated as a hypothyroid, meaning it's a thyroid problem, if your thyroid is low, then we give you a thyroid medication to bring it up. And if it's hyper, then we give you a medication to stop you from making thyroid problems. And that's how how it was until probably 20 years ago. So, okay, so basically what happens is, uh, let's go to the autoimmunity then. So basically what happens is you were born with a gene that says it's okay to attack your thyroid. Now you, now, and this is why I'm not yet fully embracing genetic testing, because genetic testing tells you what could happen. It doesn't necessarily tell you what's going to happen. So you can have a gene and never, ever, ever ha- have a, a, a Hashimoto's in your lifetime. And um, so basically then the next thing that occurs <coughs> is life, is <laughs> life. So there are a lot of triggers that can trigger autoimmunity, not just Hashimoto's, but autoimmunity. And uh, in general, and those triggers are significant stress. Who's had significant stress over the last three or four or five or six years? Um, it can be an overwhelming infection. So those of you who know I have Hashimoto's, uh, for me it was a combination of an overwhelming infection and stress. That hit me. It was a, I was under a lot of stress and I got pneumonia. Everything blew up. Um, After that, um, uh, uh, having a baby is is probably the second most common one I hear after stress. Doc, I had a baby, it was my second child, it was the last child, it was my first child, whatever it was, and after that, I've never been the same. My health declined, nobody could find anything wrong, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse. and worse. You have that, you probably have Hashimoto's. Um, It can be, a, a surgery can be a trigger. Uh, um, An injury can be a trigger because these, these uh, 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 surgical events and, and traumatic injuries raise stress hormones like by 500 times, by, like, like not 500%, like fi- yeah, like 500%, like 500 times. And so that can set off um, inflammatory responses and all of these can set off immune or, uh, inflammatory responses and white blood cell responses that will now be so high that it's exceeding your, the pla- what they call the plasticity of your immune system. Your immune system can only go too far before it, like, can't do the job. And now it allows that, um, that inflammatory process to turn on the gene that says you have Hashimoto's. It could turn on a gene that says you have rheumatoid arthritis. It could turn on a gene that says you have celiac. It can turn on, and, yeah, and on and on and on. Psoriasis, lupus, and and, and the whole thing. Okay, so um, yeah, so uh, um, so that's so that's kind of that's how Hashimoto's works. So Hashimoto's actually should be called Hashimoto's hypothyroiditis, and there's a whole ton of variations as to what Hashimoto's is. So. Okay, so Hashimoto's is an autoimmune problem that's caused by you having the genetics. Today, a lot of people go, oh, my mother's got a thyroid problem, my aunt's got a thyroid problem, my sister's got a thyroid problem. Well, If that's true, and that's that person sitting there to me, two of those people it, it, are very likely to have uh, Hashimoto's if they have a thyroid problem. My mother had it. My mother had a thyroid problem, she had hers out, my aunt had hers out, my grandmother had a goiter, I, I end up with Hashimoto's. So it's a genetic problem. The the situation today is it's still being, in the medical model, it's still largely being treated as a hypothyroid, still. Even though now we're aware that Hashimoto's is, and how aware are we? This is how aware we are. Mayo Clinic says 85 to 95% of all hypothyroid diagnoses should almost, uh, should actually be Hashimoto's. But no, but a lot of the doctors don't run the antibodies as a standard because the insurance companies doesn't pay for them, um, or they just don't run them, you know, to find out if you're in that 85 to 95%. So so that's why if you start looking around and going like, whoa, it's this explosion of Hashimoto's. Well, part of it is an explosion because more generations are now getting it from their previous generations. There's a lot more triggers. Like just for example, chemicals can be triggers. I mean, they've put 80,000 chemicals into our society since like 1980. And they're not really checking a whole lot of them out to see how they affect us. Um, so you have, so you have that and then, and then you just have people looking for it now. So now you have people looking for, it who have never looked for it before and they, and, and the, and the ranges used to be, oh my God, the range, like for this one antibody that confirms Hashimoto's, it's called a thyroid peroxase antibody, TPO antibody. The range used to be a zero to a hundred when I first started in this. And now the Mayo Clinic ranges are zero to nine. We have four hospitals here in Reno, I'm in Reno, Nevada. And one of them is zero to nine, one of them zero to 32, one of them zero to 34, and one of them zero to 26. So you can see how confusing this whole thing can get. And so they're getting, so more and more people are being diagnosed with it just because people are looking, the ranges are now getting closer to what they should be. So there's just a whole lot of reasons if you're wondering like, why is everybody got Hashimoto's? Well, Dr. Hashimoto's could have told you back in 1911 <laughs> way that was, but nobody was listening to him, so. So I think that should probably do it. I mean, uh, I mean that's really what Hashimoto's is. It's an autoimmune disease. That's how it happens. And then once you get it, the, the battle is to get your immune system under control. If the medical profession started treating it as an autoimmune problem, most Hashimoto's patients would come here and they'd either be on steroids or they'd be on, on immunoglobulin therapy and they'd feel better. But that's not a great long-term response. There's just tons of There's chemical triggers, there's dietary triggers, there's um, activity of daily, like there's daily living triggers, there's pathogenic triggers, You maybe you've heard of uh, steam bar virus being the cause, which is just a a trigger, it's a trigger, and the different viruses and things of that nature. So you have to find out what are those are involved, That's that's like the nutshell of Hashimoto's, that's what it is, and that's how it should be addressed. Thank you for joining us for another episode of What is Hashimoto's? To find out more on any of our topics or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimoto's.com.